this in advance but i like to do it with you here so i can do see your facial night. expression so you can eyeball me <laughs> hello and welcome to the coolest podcast ever it's funny looks it's the podcast okay no i can't believe i just said that. <laughs> <laughs> is that not what you say every time man? i don't i know that was <laughs> off the cuff saying the coolest wait let me start again i thought i could see you reading that <laughs> oh okay Hello and welcome to Funny Looks, the podcast where I talk to performers about the clothes they wear with special guest Stuart McPherson, comedian, writer, podcaster, star of BBC's Scott Squad and style icon. <laughs> wow. Um, thank you. I don't know if I agree with that. Is that what you, do you call everyone a style icon that comes on here? Do you say that to all the girls? I think I probably have said that about every yeah. single guest. It's good That's to fair. have like consistency and stuff. Yeah, and I'm not going to let it diminish the compliment for me. I'm just going to take it at face value <laughs> that you meant it. <laughs> I mean, you've recently stepped into the role of style icon, I think, because... People listening might not know this, but you used to be one of those comedians that would wear jeans and a t-shirt, and then you would wear like jeans and maybe a band t-shirt. I noticed a bit of that. And now, what did you wear during your Edinburgh Fringe show? Are you coming out with that straight away? That was my, my <laughs> ace in the hole. That, oh, that's, that's the only interesting <laughs> thing I've only ever ever worn on stage. I'll be gigging eight times this week. And I'll probably wear jeans and a t-shirt every single time. So let's not say I've turned over too much of a new leaf. Um, but for my fringe show, as you allude to, I wore a boiler suit this year. And how did that make you feel? <laughs> I thought that was just lag. I didn't realize you were just staring me out, hoping I'd continue. How did it make me feel? Um, I liked it, actually. It made me feel good, Amelia, mm -hmm. if I'm allowed to say that. <laughs> I thought, I thought it, it felt satisfying. I don't know, it's nice having an outfit, isn't it? Clothes, clubber, guns, stuff, clothes, clubber, I can't get enough, no. Um, but I sometimes think, like, comedians, right, we're all quite neurotic. Do you know what I mean? Like, deep yep. down, I feel like a lot of thought goes into the look like before the fringe show you were like messaging me like oh my god should i buy this boiler suit what color should i buy <laughs> do you know what i mean like we're so neurotic not, we're not gonna be doxing all the dms i sent you <laughs> of uh just questions in the dead of night often about stage wear to be fair 
It's stage where all like we message about like snacks, you know. Snacks, stage weight, and the gym. Those are the big three pillars of our conversations, aren't they? They're all quite neurotic in their own way as well. I think. Oh, quite vain, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> I've never thought about that. Have you always been vain? I think so. Yeah. Probably. I don't know. I try not to think about it. I think, um, like, vanity. I think I first started to become vain when I was a teenager and I got into, like, indie bands. Yeah, well, it's a very um, stylized scene, that, isn't it? It's all about the aesthetic, I guess. Any scene is, though. Mm. But Did you, you want to look the part, don't you? Do you ever dress like an indie kid? Oh, 100%. I still am. I'm not letting it go. <laughs> so, what did you wear when I'm you I'm going to be like one a- of those guys that you see that's got like a Paul Weller haircut and they're like <laughs> 60. I honestly love those guys so much. <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> we don't need to talk too much about it. I but, don't um, want to go into I've it. I've heard you use the phrase mod adjacent on more than one occasion. To describe. There is literally nothing I find more attractive than mod adjacent people in any like age. I mean, obviously not underage. <laughs> the idea you of an underage find... mod. <laughs> this is fucked up. I'm not gonna have to cut this whole bit. Do you not don't dare find... cut this out. <laughs> you don't find <laughs> mod adjacent people that are Amelia young anyway. <laughs> boiler suits and meal prepping that's your 2022 energy what a dull what a dull existence i don't really meal prep all that much it's not a big fixture in my life but sometimes if you're cooking away you know i want this to last all week i ain't come back to this hob (laughs) it's not like a gym thing for me it's just i ain't coming back to this hob i don't want to see this hob again for four days I feel like I'm not supposed to laugh this much on... Do you know what I mean? I should maybe do one <laughs> laugh, but that was really funny. Yeah, that's all right. That's all right. I'm like I'm that as well. I ain't coming back to this hob. Like, I've been eating the same beans that I made about five days ago. Beans? Every day. Hold on. Beans. As in Heinz beans? No, no, I've not just made <laughs> one tin of beans. You've made a big vat of beans that you're heating up, <laughs> like a, like you work at a school canteen. Um, but I make this is I'm really I feel like what I shouldn't kind of do I feel like I shouldn't do a podcast because I think I have like ADHD and I know that's like trendy but I I think if someone listened yeah, to the past we all think we've got ADHD five minutes they'd be like wait you talked about the boiler suit and then you talked about, <laughs> about indie music. <laughs> We'll come back to all this because I, I I've got no interest in keeping things linear either. It, we talked about indie bands shaping style and then started talking about fucking beans. Like, if this was oh. like a you know like um like a stand up album on Spotify or something, you know how they have the track names. There'd be like five hundred and eight tracks so far, and it'd be like everyone's three seconds. Oh God. And I'm sweating. I'm sweating. I'm wearing. I just thought I'd wear this Adidas trackie. Yeah, I thought good. you'd think it was cool. It is cool. I nearly bought a full tracksuit in Zara yesterday. Mm. What do you say to that? Well, Maybe that'll be my new look. 
the thing is, I've never really heard of a Zara tracksuit. As I've not heard those two words together. Neither, really. neither had I. Seems <laughs> like a juxtaposition, doesn't it? But that's part of what appealed to me. I think. Was it sports? Like, a bit classier than your, your yeah. Again, that's not a phrase I've heard. <laughs> We're building bridges here. I would not get a tracksuit unless it was branded. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I put to- my hands tox- up. Toxic, take that. Toxic. I want it to be Adidas full stripe or I want it to be Nike tick. Or Have you I got any Fred, Fred Perry, Perry full trackies? Yeah, I've got two. I've got two. One of them doesn't fit me. It, it was during... One of them was during a phase of just like living off cigarettes and ice cream. And f- somehow Brilliant. I just... I love that. I think... I think I was quite stressed as well, but I was... Did you ever was... stop a faggot into the ice cream? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> during an argument <laughs> or something. Yeah. <laughs> Outside a cafe. I think that's cool. Yeah, it was a cool time. It was unhinged, but cool. Sometimes you're the most... Like, not you personally, but one <laughs> yeah, is the most... Like an attack. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like you've become <laughs> much cooler in your unhinged boiler suit era. Oh, that yeah. is specifically about me. Oh, yeah, no, that one was, but... That um, was confusing. That was a real rug pull. <laughs> no, but I think one be- can become cool during an unhinged period. Yeah. So you're not saying wise. you're saying, as a person, when you become unhinged, <laughs> that can be cool. And also, Stu, you have become unhinged lately. Maybe. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> we've, we've talked about it. You're in your like, um, you're kind of living like. Your second teenage years, almost. I feel this that that feels even more like an attack than the first one. <laughs> You're living like a fun time. It's uh, it's been a you know it's been a year, you know. Mm-hmm. It's uh. You got a tattoo. <laughs> Do you know what I mean, though? I got two got tattoos. Tattoo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm cool. And I was wearing sunglasses when I opened the zoom. Sunglasses and a towel I on got your an electric. head. I had a towel turban. That was functional, though. I was just out of the shower, to be fair. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know how I feel being called unhinged, but I get it. You know, it's been a... Listen, it's been a breakup year. People go a bit crazy, mm-hmm. don't they? It's one I've that's had been two This year. Mm-hmm. That's, that's fucking mental. Impressive. That's fucking mental. I'm sorry. So what did you... <laughs> we, I mean, we don't need to talk about this, but um, <laughs> how did you fit them both in? One um, on January 1st, and then... That was sort eight, of it, Eight yeah. months with a guy, and then... Right, okay. But it was Love more it. like a... Yeah, it was... But, like, I feel like... I didn't do anything cool. <laughs> well, you... I mean, I don't know how personal you want to get, but... We've been living uh, different lives this year, but talking about it because you're kind of off everything. <laughs> you're sort of trying to retreat from life and get your head together and chill out, right? You're, yeah. You know, whereas I'm trying to get out into the world more and we have sort of passed one another on the sliding scale, right? Yeah, so I'm sort of like, you know, sober four years and a half. And I'm now like, a hot, like not even. Okay, so I'm I'm not supposed to be like dating or like for me I can't even engage. I can't mm. even. Sounds like you are with that phrasing. 
<laughs> not supposed to be dating. Let me just expand some prohibition on this shit a little bit. So I'm supposed to be not dating, but this is so not about clothes. <laughs> we'll get back to clothes. But do you think this is listenable to p- for no, people? No, probably not. Probably just because this is what it's like. See when we need to get the train together or something to go. Okay, this is exactly what it's like. It's sort of chaotic. Remember when we tried to watch Love Island? And I well, it. okay. So what happened was we had a preview booked. That was like my only preview, by the way. I think that I no had. No okay, and we cancelled it. We had a press-ups competition. Went to McDonald's. We watched Love Island on the train. Which 100% is just our whole personalities because you and me are both really into the gym and being like fit people. But then we're also really like like McDonald's. Never so it was at almost McDonald's. like yeah. everything was, it was like a weird like, wow. Felt very um authentic in that moment. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think we're like weirdly similar, which I never ever thought until a couple of months ago. But then you're still <laughs> kind of like going through your angsty period. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, that does sound really fucking shit. Well, I've been I've been thinking about going to therapy, but I, I can't know, don't know if I can justify the the time and expense at the minute. So this is quite nice actually. If we could just do this once a week, you could okay backdoor well, therapy me. Therapy. Yeah. Sorry, I really derailed you. You were going to talk about something. I've forgotten what it was. I don't think I should do this podcast because I, I know I, honestly, I, can... I take like eighty percent of the blame for this. Wait. That last one was all me. Wait, before we were talking about... Oh, yeah, no, we were talk- I was talking about not dating, right? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, that was interesting. Carry so, on, a part of me thought, <laughs> I'm not going to date, <laughs> but at the fringe, I'll maybe just get one shag, right? But that was like low-key, obviously, if mm-hmm. you ask my sponsor, I would say I absolutely have not. But this is what How actually happened on? when... Well, when I got to the fringe, I felt like nobody hit on me for like a month, right? And I I honestly started to feel so depressed. And I was like, this is making me more depressed than like if there's like not that many people in my show. Like I had a show that had like nine people and it was actually a good show. They were all fucking legends. I think there was a dog in the audience that barked every time I did a song. My show is musical comedy. So there was a lot, a lot of barking. barking. But it was yeah. fine. We vibed. But then I could always go a bit cockney there. What the fuck? This is my accent. I'm I enjoyed so, that. I, I, can't, I can't keep it one accent. I like it when either. the real Amelia creeps out. <laughs> what is the real, like, angsty? And then, but then this, I was like, people are not hitting me. And I thought, this is because, do you know what it is? It's because I'm carrying, <laughs> it's not my personality. It's because I'm carrying this <laughs> rucksack all the time. I was a rucksack guy all of August. I had to use a laptop in my fucking show. The amount of times I was out to like six in the morning <laughs> just with my bag. Just but a steaming guy with a rucksack. That's a shit vibe. That, but yours was a normal size. There's something about one size up from that. This gym yeah, rucksack. Yeah, I mean, you look like filled. a fucking ninja turtle. <laughs> this is what I mean. It's like, you commented on it. People commented, what the fuck is in your bag, Amelia? I'm like, a sausage roll costume, about a thousand flyers. All the essentials. That was actually all that was in there. But I felt like... <laughs> people... That adds up. You need a, a thousand on you at any one time. <laughs> you exit flyering. Exit I never flyering had a single flyer in my bag. Exit flyering your sold out show. 
Um, <laughs> but yeah, I thought it must be the rock site is why no one's hitting on me. And then one guy hit on me, but I said, look, I'm not dating. And then he said, do you want to go to the cat cafe? And then he never followed up. <laughs> and I was... <laughs> I feel like you're not being very proactive here, though. You're moaning that no one's hitting on you. Are you going about hitting on people? Well, it wasn't really... I'll, do, I'll tell you the full story, and then we'll go back to talking about your clothes, because I feel like I'm using this as therapy. I'm obviously not over it. I was flying... I don't no. think we'll release this, but I'm having a great time. <laughs> no, we're not going to release it. I'll edit it down to five minutes. <laughs> It's funny looks, yeah. It's funny looks, yeah. It's funny looks, yeah. It's funny looks, yeah. But I was doing this gig where I was dressed as a sausage roll outside the blunderbuss. There was this like tall dude flyering and he caught my eye. And I sort of, as I was gigging, I was like, well, this person will never fancy me because I'm dressed as a sausage roll. But then I was like, after the gig, I sat down, he came over, he flyered me for his show. <laughs> and then. I, he said, "Well done," and then I followed well him Well done Instagram. for dressing like a sausage roll. Yeah, and then I was flying for my show the next day, and I saw him, and then I was like, "Oh, I followed you on Instagram, but you never followed me back, or something like tragic like that." But then he messaged <laughs> me, being like, "Do you want to go to the fucking cat cafe?" And I'm allergic to cats. I fucking hate cats. I hate them. <laughs> but I was still devastated when he never like followed up. You and never got the that. chance to get hives all over your body at the cat cafe. Yeah, so I was like gutted about that. That was my one bit of action. When message him now. Right now. Yeah, give him no, a message. We so did. So get him on the pod. I can't. I can't. Where's he from? Sheffield. Mm, that will we be a problem. We lived in Sheffield. But then I met this guy on the last day of the fringe. We hung out for like four hours and we drank two milkshakes and had a fry up. Was it a date? In that order. Yeah. No. Two milkshakes, then a fry up. Wait, That's no, a fry up. insane. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, a fry up, then two milkshakes. In that order. Are you not always moaning about uh, trying to get off milk for your skin? <laughs> this is like a running <laughs> theme. I'm like, I'm not dating. I'm not Every having time dairy. I see you slurping on a fucking milkshake. <laughs> not dating, no dairy. Or eating a McFlurry with me. <coughs> okay <laughs> let's go back let's go back <laughs> the cat cafe no i'm not talking about it anymore i've told about a thousand people about that they're like we don't care what i'm wrong? interested well i mean arguably i'm the guest but i'm interested <laughs> <laughs> let's go back to when you were like My an childhood. indie kid no not childhood mm. like your indie childhood okay. when you became aware that's another thing we talk about that's the fourth music. that's the fourth quadrant indie indie sleaze indie sleaze is what it's called now but when we were growing up it was just called indie there was no sleaze <laughs> yeah <laughs> i actually resent that what's the sleaze all well about? it needn't be sleaze right it's not inherently sleazy no i think it's like maybe the kind of the almost like thrown together party element but i think we were quite young so yeah we weren't so as we easy <laughs> no it was pure my love of the klaxons was pure oh wait i've got something funny i remember my i said to my mom can i have a klaxon no can i have a skins party and i had a skins party <laughs> at my house how old are you i was like maybe 15 and my mom said no okay. drugs no alcohol 
So, <laughs> but apart skin... from that, it's a skins party. <laughs> the only skins thing was I had a funky pair of sunglasses. That's cool. And then some guy jumped on my couch and broke it, and my mum like grounded me. Classic. That is so embarrassing. So yeah. <sighs> yeah, but you're 15. I mean, what else? You, what else is going to happen? You know, being 15 is inherently pathetic. I don't trust anyone that was truly cool at 15. Mm. Would you say you're now reaching your cool peak? <laughs> <laughs> I'm being serious. <laughs> Imagine that. Yes, I am. Amelia, I would have to say, Well, I'm reaching my cool peak. Maybe. Imagine I actually said that. But I think you are because... This feels like some catching me out situation, some no, gotcha. but I think, like, you know, you the tattoos... I mean, if it's purely down to the number of tattoos I have, I currently have the most tattoos I've ever had, which is two, which makes me the coolest I've ever been. And one of them's porridge. That's cool. One of them's a bowl of porridge, yeah. Is that cool? That it doesn't feel cool. very cool. I think it is cool. Okay. Well, I, I see you as cooler than me, so you, you get to decide. Oh, thank you. Well, you can join the cool gang. It's good to be <laughs> part of the club. That should be a new podcast, sister podcast. Is it's called the Cool Gang, and every week you uh, you induct someone into the Cool Gang. I just don't think I can be in the Cool Gang myself, though, because I wear a piano tie on stage, which is quite. <laughs> it's not cool. It's a bit kids entertainer. Yeah, it's not really a hot. Vibe. But I don't know. I think you own it, and I think well, that's what cool is, right? It's about being yourself, familiar, mm-hmm. and just owning it. And not apologising for it. And so, you, you wear it unapologetically. That is true. I just got this image of hanging myself with it, though, in like 10 years' time. I don't know why that just came <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> that just honestly, like, was one of those things. Like, you know, you get, like, an intrusive thought. Yeah, I could see your, like, your, eyes, your eyes were a thousand like, yards away. That. What's she thinking about? Because it's not good, whatever it is. <laughs> what a way to go. I mean, we shouldn't make light of a serious subject, but if you're going to do it, that is a funny way to do it. <laughs> it that, I'm not lying when I say that was an intrusive thought that just came in. Yeah. that's. Uh, I mean, it's rare to just hear someone's intrusive thought out loud. Usually they stay in people's heads. That was my whole fringe so show. That's quite a real glimpse. Yeah, that was a... That was a vibe. So you used to wear like Fred Perry. <laughs> Just gone straight <laughs> from that into me having Fred Perry polos. <laughs> Do you think you'll ever try and kill yourself with the Fred about Perry polo? Yourself with your stage outfit. Anyway, let's talk about Fred Perry. What do you want to know? Well, <clears> I think you used to wear that quite a lot on stage. Um. Yeah, I've got quite a lot of Fred Perry stuff. Um, I'm kind of in the boat of like a. There's a lot of clothes that I I probably wouldn't go in my way to buy a Fred Perry now. Like I've got enough, do you know what I mean? But like my <laughs> mum at Christmas will maybe buy me a Fred Perry, so it's constantly getting topped up. Do you know what I mean? Like I can't escape Fred Perrys and like uh, check shirts and stuff like that. Like bog standard bloke clothes. I'm I'm never running out of them. I'm trying to get away from that personally, but. The way other people see you and when they buy you stuff. Do you know what I mean? You're sort of lo- locked into an old idea of yourself. So people view you as a bloke, blokey, 
what well, I try not to look of... too blokey especially on stage but I don't know how are you doing that you like what are you wearing to like push past that <laughs> I'm know, being funny serious because... now this is I know, a serious I know, I part. <laughs> this is yeah this is uh this is it. This, this is, is like, the um, This is the only parking. thing that's making the edit, by the way. <laughs> I want. I want control over this edit. Um, <laughs> I'll send it. I'm going to come you around. You just edit it for edit me. I'll you. pay you, <laughs> even though I'm like unemployed. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I feel like as like a straight sort of man in a mic stand up, you're kind of locked into. There's not much. There's not many options, looks wise, is there? You've got quite a... I mean, unless... I mean, you could be more flamboyant or something, but I wouldn't really feel comfortable. Mm. Um, that's why the boiler suit was so much fun at the Fringe, but I feel like... I mean, I can't be rocking up to the stands on a Saturday night in a fucking <laughs> boiler suit, kind of do yeah. my act. Um, no, I just... I don't know. There's different um, different stage looks, I suppose, in a much more minor way than you have different stage looks. But if it well, depends. If like... you catch me on a day where it's like Adidas trainers jeans and a fred perry like this guy couldn't look more like the standard bloke if he tried do you know what i mean well it's like with your fringe show maybe you got to be a bit more yourself with the material a bit more like yeah i think it is that so you got to but express yourself more you weren't like worried gig, about it's stags. more of a trade-off isn't it yeah mm-hmm. you've got fucking stickheads looking at you sometimes so you when when those people are about <coughs> I, it's better for me to like be a bit more extravagant i think Lean for some reason it. but yeah. for you do you feel like you just go right <laughs> let's get the Fred Perry on <laughs> I'm never like digging the Fred Perry thinking right I'm doing this will be a rough audience I'll wear my Fred Perry and then they'll like me but I don't know I do think about what I wear on stage mm. I don't know I remember What's... asking you what I should wear once do you remember what you told me was it, do you say, should I wear the boiler suit? And I said, absolutely not, or something like <laughs> No, I think that was, I think you did say that, but that was a separate conversation. Right. Um, no, I can't remember. I feel like you maybe did a tweet one time or something saying like, you know, tweet me and I'll tell you what your iconic stage look is. Something like that. Oh my God, that sounds so fun. I feel like I used to be so much more fun on Twitter. What happened? Yeah, maybe you were still boozing. I can't remember. <laughs> um <laughs> tweeted when i was drunk guess my bra size <laughs> i wish fun. that i was fun you know you could do that right now yeah i don't think takes the sheffield guy guess my bra size <laughs> see what he says what have you got to lose if you're listening stan <laughs> <laughs> that is his name look Great. i don't care anymore do you know what i was Stan's in pain for two name. weeks i know that's the problem don't you think um, Listen, Stan. I don't even know if your friend zoned me, but you're fit. This is a <laughs> That's my message. Parody version of Stan by Eminem. <laughs> it's just you doing an appeal for Stan to guess your bra size. Um, take you to the cat cafe. Did I not say that your stage look was like band T-shirt? Yeah, which I am wearing right now. To be fair. What band? I'm out of the loop. I'm scared. I'm not going to know it. This is a, a Tranquility Base Hotel and Casino. Arctic Monkeys t-shirt. Arctic Monkeys. Wouldn't wear it on stage because it's a bit basic, if we're being honest. I mean, I love the Arctic Monkeys. They're my favourite band, but they're also the biggest band in Britain. You're not getting much fucking kudos for liking the Arctic Monkeys, are you? 
like wearing <coughs> like the fucking Rolling Stones well tongue, fucking, you know? Yeah. <laughs> How do you feel about transitioning from interesting and deep show to going back into like club gigs in the next Slugging week? Slugging out in the clubs. I've already started, man. I was at Stan Glasgow last weekend. What did you wear? Um, great question, Amelia. Here we are. Now, this is the podcast. I would say this is my standard weekend club outfit. I wore navy chinos, and on Friday night, I wore a green pastel shirt. And on Saturday night, I wore a light blue pastel shirt. White trainers, white socks. Classic. Just block colours. Nothing fancy. Did what you, you feel like? That? Did the audience? Did you get a good response? <laughs> it's always hard to quantify how much of the applause is for the outfit versus mm. you and the material. Do you know what I mean? Do you? Because for me, it's like ninety percent outfit, ten percent material. What's <laughs> what's your like? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, it's rare that my outfit is getting in the way of the material, I would say. <laughs> I think they're very disparate concepts, my chinos and my jokes. Have you ever worn, like, However, the boiler shoes? suit is the exception to that, I suppose. Yeah, cause, so do you think, so you did fringe previews without the boiler suit, and then you wore the boiler yeah, suit. Yeah, I wore it for the first time on the, no, on the, my last preview I wore it. Mm. So I did like eight or nine without it. Yeah. I don't know. It's hard to say if it I just like I don't know, it makes it feel a bit more fringier. I don't know, like just because you can't do it in clubs, I suppose. So you can use the fringe to kind of express parts of you that the Yeah. Paisley you bowling club don't wanna hear. It's funny looks, yeah. It's funny looks, yeah. It's funny looks, yeah. It's funny looks, yeah. Who are you watching? It's called Sam the Cooking Guy. I'm obsessed with him. Sam even the Cooking Guy. I don't, I don't guy. even really like him at all. Is this the kind of stuff you can delve into on this podcast and not your kind of lad podcast that you do? Because <laughs> I get the sensitive side. <laughs> <laughs> it's very sensitive. Do you know what I mean? You got your some laugh pod. This is like, yeah. you know, sensitive pod. <laughs> I'd be up for doing sensitive pod. I don't know if this is it. This is a sad pod. I need to, you know, yeah, I've got a feminine side that I'd, I don't get to air as often, I suppose. But do I don't know whether that is... Air it out now. <sighs> what do you want to know? I don't know, just air it out. Just tell me shit. Listen, Amelia, I watch Sam the Cooking Guy on YouTube. <laughs> Every day I make lunch, and then I watch him make a nicer lunch than the one I'm eating. And that's my lunch experience. So give What does me that tell you about a person? Dunno. Well, tonight I made um, I made creamy chicken uh, pasta, like Cajun past- chicken pasta. Mm-hmm. And I watched him make uh, creamy <laughs> chicken pasta <laughs> with spicy Italian sausage. And his looked nicer. Because he, he goes to like the butchers and stuff like that. I'm just, I'm a Tesco guy. Yeah. I'm not going the extra mile. I'm not putting parsley on it, am I? Come on. Parsley. I'm a big Italian sausage fan. Like fennel sausage. Mm. Love it. 
Misano, I saw you got this the pizza with the fennel sausage the other day. I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> word word gets around pretty quick. <laughs> word on the street. Word on the street. Stu's been in Paisanos. But do you know what was annoying? Yeah. You like you you posted on Instagram like, guys, give me a fry up tips, and I was like, University Cafe, great decor, great vibes. And then like an hour later, you're like, shit Big feedback fuck you to the fans. <laughs> shit feedback for this fry up. Yeah, I was aware. I was aware that was a really annoying thing to do. <laughs> but I was in city centre. I wasn't going to the West End. Next time I want one in the West End, I'll go to the city cafe. No, it's uh, not City, it's Uni uh, Cafe. I know, sorry, I've got Edinburgh head on still. Uni Cafe. It is a But you're crazy vibe. if you think I've not already had a fry up from the Uni Cafe. I don't Come know. On, I've been here about six years. What do you remember what you got as like the drinks and that? <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't two milkshakes and all that. That's what uh, I always have to get. I reckon I probably had a cup of tea with it. Mm. How do you feel about that? I've just ne- I never do that with a fry up. I'll always get an iron brew and a milkshake, and a mm. fry up. Like it's. I always would like... have an iron brew. Yeah. Depends what kind of mood I'm in. I often like an orange juice if I'm having a breakfast. I'll have like a coffee and an orange juice and a fry up. Apparently that means you have ADHD. <laughs> if you have more than one. <laughs> Does <drink>. actually? <laughs> no, I don't know. I just saw a bit of chat about <laughs> that online. You saw a TikTok dance. I was like, "Fuck!" Well, that's me. Fuck then. Do you think everyone just thinks they've got ADHD? I think we probably just all have it, maybe as yeah, a... I'm starting to think I've got it, but I can't be arsed making a song and dance about it. What's your symptoms? I'm just a fucking riot. <laughs> I can't Doctor. concentrate on anything ever, even <laughs> for a second. I'm a fucking riot. But you wrote a great Fringe show, and I think that shows some level of focus. <laughs> yeah, but have you just seen how it was written? How? Well, exactly, I don't know. Like, by a magic, a miracle. I don't know. There were, like, lines of thought feeding into each other. There was a good ending. You know what I mean? It felt very fringy. The outfit, fringy. Sad bit, fringy. But also Mm. great jokes, fringy. Thank you. I should actually be a I don't think it medically means that... uh, (laughs) I don't think it means one way or the other, symptoms-wise. I don't know. I think Do you think I, you've got it? I just have this memory of being at school and like being given instructions and just not following them. And I just think that's... Yeah. And like being Well, apparently disruptive. it's super common, right? Yeah. Like yeah. one in four or something? This is not like... I a, don't know. An, an, like an I feel like if you listen to this podcast, we both get diagnosed pretty sharply. <laughs> yeah. I uh, got a fringe review that said I was hyperactive oversharing and impulsive yeah tick 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 I agree with all of that for you frankly if it doesn't upset you I've been doing a bit to try and like make myself feel better because it was a three star but I've been saying oh it was a three star then I take a like do a pause and I go but it reads like an and then I do a pause I go reads like an ADHD diagnosis (laughs) makes me feel better about having a three star review which I like tweeted and deleted but I keep it for the fans. I will tell them that in the sh- in my show. I was telling people that towards the Love end that. to because uh, I felt cool. I was like, oh, three's good. Three, yeah, but you don't tweet. Three is positive, but you can't tweet, tweet a three. About- you just can't. My mom doesn't know the rules. She was like, just tweet about it, darling. I'm like, mom, you don't <laughs> get it. You don't fucking get it. It's sweet, sweet mum, but shut up. 
My mum is a legend. I went to her house the other night. I've met she- your mum. When? In the oh. V&A in Dundee. Oh my God, that was funny, wasn't it? Yeah. I felt like we were br- I was breaking lockdown, so I felt quite paranoid. Mm. Do you know what I mean? We like drove to Dundee <laughs> to go to a rave exhibition. Bare feet. Yeah. I was probably like a bit like, oh, get away from them. <laughs> to my mum. <laughs> get away, I know them. But I'm on holiday. I'm on a Scottish holiday. I've got the <laughs> rave exhibition. Who does see there? What were AB, you wearing to the exhibition? Course. I was wearing a Burberry trench coat. Because I was like, that's the perfect exhibition outfit. I think it's interesting that you remember what you were wearing. I don't know why I remember what I was wearing. I just I do. could not tell you what I was wearing. Mm. That's maybe a sign of autism. I'm trying to get, no, me for remembering. <laughs> I'm trying to get an autism and ADHD diagnosis. And then if I get what a personality disorder, I could probably see the ear, nose, and throat people. A variety of personality <laughs> disorders. <laughs> Just a sort of revels bag of problems. <laughs> I'm an alcoholic. I'm a drug addict. I'm a love addict. I'm like love addict's the cringe one though. I just I am, yeah. but it's cringe. Still a real thing though. It still exists, and so if people say it doesn't exist, I'm like, have you felt like you were dying when you've been left on red? No. So you don't have love addiction. <laughs> Well, I think we've spoke before about both, in general, being quite sort of codependent, relationshipy people. Like right? jumping in and then jumping into yeah. another one and then another Which is one. why I'm trying hard not to do that this time around. How do you feel being alone? That's not why I came on this close <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Sorry. Um, honestly, I don't know. Like, um, I don't know. I feel all right, I think. But like, it's been a weird summer of like, you know, you're you're in the sort of throes of it, and then you're like preparing for fringe, and then you're away for the fringe, and I'm back, and we're just in this room, mm-hmm. and I'm alright, but I'm st- I'm still kind of like distracting myself a lot, and I'm like working on this radio show. I've still mm-hmm. not got like the absolute bog standard like Stumic P ninety three life, you know, where it's just like kicking around with nothing to do, and like, do you know what I mean? I'm still in a heavy distraction era kind of thing. Yeah. I've still got loads of plates spinning. I'm mainly just running around stressed about work and sort of, I don't know, like being really busy in loads of different ways. Um, but I don't know. I'm trying my best not to launch into anything. Um, you know, doctor's orders. <laughs> <clears throat> I think it's good to learn to be alone. And I think in those moments, you can really learn like who you are, what clothes you like. You know, sure. maybe the boiler suit wouldn't have been something that you'd experimented with when if you were in a relationship because you're not in maybe an experimental not. phase. But I bought a cardigan recently. That was my boiler suit. I didn't wear it on stage, but it what had kinds? the same weight. A pink cardigan. Okay. I tell you what, I was when I started stand up in 2015, a lot of Fred Perry cardigans on stage for me then. And do you think people dug that vibe? I don't know. It was a big... In the tail end of the indie era, the Fred Perry cardigan cast a long shadow. I thought it was. And now great, I don't yeah. know if I got rid of mine. I uh, I used to have a bunch. I don't know where they are. Um, I don't know if they're coming back round. When I bought my Agus wears a cardigan sometimes. It was yeah. Agus is a big cardigan fan. His are quite high fashion. I feel one of them yeah. has a branded J. I bought this yeah. cardigan. I felt like I was really like accepting, like I'm just sort of trying to write a song about it that I would never get shagged again. Do you know? <laughs> <laughs> I 
Like that's and it's I been true to be fair, it, according it, to your reports. It's true. Like it genuinely is true. Like I've honestly been off like dating. I've not had sex in three and a half months. <laughs> <laughs> I literally have a date ever. in my diary, and it's like from yeah. So it's been three and a half months. Three and a half months half clean. I feel quite like like that distractiony vibe like i started streaming again set kind of semi what's the word no and like podcast you know what i mean but i think that is like yeah sometimes like to be alone you have to have projects especially if you're like comedian type mind you can never be alone just like alone alone yeah i think i'm always keen to ward off the the wallow you know what i mean like i can i can wallow like the best of them if i've got nothing on you know, you, you start sleeping in, you start staying up all night, you're just fucking on YouTube. You've got nothing going on. What are you watching? So I'm the cooking guy. <laughs> I'm watching a hell of a lot of, like, um, you know, fucking interviews from my favourite bands and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Live performances. Um, you know, just watching, like, a f- festival sets of bands that I like. A lot of, uh, fo- a lot of people sitting around talking about football. Yeah. You know, like the Sky Sports pundits discussing, for example, uh, if you were to make a combined eleven of Manchester United and Arsenal players, which which players would get picked? That kind of thing. Nothing interesting. So that's I could have watch watched all of Better Call Saul, but I'm sitting watching <laughs> Gary Neville and Jamie Carragher complain about. Right Is that backs. your Wallow playlist? Um. I'm also just at the mercy of the algorithm. Let's not pretend I'm above the algorithm. I'm watching a lot of what it's dishing up for me. <laughs> dishing up. I'm funny. a pawn. I'm a pawn in this game. Also, I mean, mainly fucking scrolling Instagram these days. God, I find that so, like, addictive. I can't get off that thing. I'm absolutely hooked on, like, Twitter and Instagram. It's actually... Like, in the fringe, though, I was I was actually quite well, I think, in that respect. I wasn't going on Twitter and Instagram that much. I was because I was doing what I love. I mean, flyering, not top thing I love, but I meant I wasn't on my phone when I was flyering because also the signal is so bad in Edinburgh. It like helped with my yeah, smartphone addiction. Terrible. And then I got back here and it's like I'm straight back into that. But yeah, no, I'm really bad for it at the minute. Terrible. I think like I, I, occasionally I try and get a lid on it, but no, not for a long time. Especially now that I'm on the fucking dating apps as well. That's like three new grenades into the mix. Yeah, I just, I think that's stressful dating apps, especially like as a public figure. I just think, <laughs> <laughs> which I am. <laughs> You're like Princess Diana. I am. But do you know what I mean? Like I when just I hang myself with your piano tie, there's going to be a nation <laughs> moaning for I thirty years. Myself. I think that's so funny. I'm gonna have to keep that in. That's the only like yeah, man. Closing bit that actually is in. It's a truthful thing. <laughs> don't don't run from that. I think you should talk about it on stage. What? How, like... I think you should do a funny song about Tupperware and then say... <laughs> like, just so you know, guys, th- not joking. I was trying to do my podcast the other day and I had the earnest thought, what if I one day hang myself with this tie? And then just go straight into, sorry for being such a hot bitch. Sorry for being such a hot bitch died on its ass too many times and it's now had to be cut from my musical comedy oh, set and it's just remaining in shame. my um, music project, which is still musical <laughs> comedy. <laughs> 
<laughs> but it's just got a different name. <laughs> I've always been interested in where you draw the lines. I wear a different outfit. That's the thing. Gym crush. I I've got one hot. of your old band t-shirts. There's Miscellaneous meat. Yeah, I'm still <laughs> repping that. We were f- like funny, but not. A- I remember it was Christopher MacArthur Boyd who actually said, "Yeah, you, you, they, the songs have a sense of humour, but they're not comedy songs." And that's what it is, really. That's where the line is. That's good. A lot of the best stuffs in that camp. Yeah. Who else is in that camp? The Smiths, I would say. Have a sense of humour. I thought they were. <laughs> I thought they were being hundred percent honest. Wow, I'm like. Nah, no. there's like jokes in Smith's songs. Yeah. Who else? Seamat, one of my favourite new artists. Oh she's yeah, she's from Ireland, right? Yeah. Her yeah. Songs are funny. I want to be her. Adam Green is one of my favourites. His songs are funny, but they're not comedy. I've never listened to Adam Green. Let me put that. No right one down. else likes him. I'm what literally the only person else? I know that likes him. Adam Green. No one else I know likes him. I love him. All his songs are like two minutes and they're funny. But I think and sweet and childish. I know that this is, we've been talking for a little while now, but I think clothes are a really good indicator of what you're about to do. Do you know what I mean? So if I'm wearing like sh- like gym shorts <laughs> and a vest. You're like going this, to the gym. This No, I'm about to do a gig, Stuart. That's my gig outfit right. for gym crush. But I What walk- do you wear to the gym? Uh, annoying gym shark clothes. I forgot that. You sent me a picture from the gym once and you were full head to toe, full kit wanker gym shark. I couldn't believe it. Couldn't believe what my <laughs> eyes were saying. I was dead obsessed with the gym though. Like posting like fucking progress pictures and stuff about a year ago. I cannot imagine doing that. Do you ever like look back at your past self and just think, what was. Yeah. I must have been going through some weird stuff then. Gym That's gross pics. though, isn't it? You want to cringe at your old self. A back otherwise. pick. I'm just like, that is so mm. embarrassing. It was very back-centric for a while, Amelia. <laughs> but what was going on there? What was that? Clothes, clubber, guns, stuff. Clothes, clubber, I can't get enough, no. <laughs> so, wait. If, no, okay, no, this is actually what I wanted to talk to you about mainly on this podcast. Right. Brilliant. So well, we're only an hour in, so it's time to get get to, get <laughs> time to, to it. Get cooking. I'll have to cut so much shit. Um, Send me the Peter Jackson cut, please. I want to hear it all. Oh God! Yeah, I'll, I'll send it to you. I'll just basically just put the whole thing and just put a couple of jingles in and not cut any of it. That's what I'll do. Easy. Um, I can't really fucked anyway. Fuck editing. Fuck. Editing is easily the worst part of all this. Fucking yeah. hell. It's but I'm actually terrible. quite good when I, I'm quite ruthless when I'm in a good headspace. But mm. So sorry, to, what were you going to ask me? It's hard to know whether to cut this stuff about sex and dating. And No, I think it's interesting. What, giving Until up? Until I listen back and hear how I come Giving it yeah, up. I've given it. it up. But I still like want people to want me. That's actually the reality. It's sad. Like, I want well, I'm option. trying to get in the shop window by just staying quiet, making it clear that I've not given it up. Yeah, I feel like you're very, like, out there with your vibe. Do you know what I mean? Like, you talk about the walk of shame, late night takeaways. That's saying, like, I'm out. I'm a guy that's out. I'm out. I'm just out. I'm out. I'm out. You can find me. I'm around. That's the vibe. Is that the vibe that you're trying to give with your takeaway? For context, Stuart posts, People like like that for some reason. Stuart posts, like, these, like, hilarious, like, drunk takeaway. (laughs) What's the actual label that you use? Uh, I don't know if it's consistent. Just pissed meals, I think I call them. Pissed meals. 
During the fringe, it's just, you know, every night I'm in a... I'm eating salmon at four in the morning. What was your best pissed meal of the fringe? That's not the main thing I wanted to ask you, but let me just put a pin One in night there. I had... Um, it's probably the pizza paradise I had. I like it. I love a sit down pissed meal. Yeah. So me and my date shared a pizza and a pasta each. That's so like intense though. Like, three for, like in the a drunk meal, like sharing like half and Fucking half. Fucking great. Absolutely. I mean, it was shit as well. The pizza was so bad. I've never had a pizza. But from what there. a vibe. But I love that it's sitting. Late night sitting places. They're very rare. I didn't realise um, Slouch does that. Me and Ollie were in there on Friday night. First they place, serve food to like three. Yeah. First place my band ever played. Pretty sure they were serving <laughs> food when my punk band was on. <laughs> Just what you want. That is their sort of main thing is serving food and everything is secondary to it. Yeah, and the food is not that good. But if you're pissed, what do you want? Yeah. I, uh, anyway, what were you going to ask me? About five minutes ago, you had a question. Oh, yeah. Brie no. and Shake, I had. Yep. Yeah. They were open weirdly late. I never went in there because I just thought, like, I don't know if I want a burrito or a shake. But then I went in there and I got, they actually had <laughs> chips as well. <laughs> yeah, I had nachos one night. Late night nachos. Um, I want to ask you about whether, how the, because you've got really into the gym and, like, working out. And you're <laughs> a gym bro now. Has that affected yeah, how you time. feel about yourself on stage? Does it change your status? I'll keep this in. This is smart, this bit. That's smart, yeah. That's the the Guardian readers are back. They've heard about this. (laughs) They're back. We're not talking about shagging Um, anymore. I don't know. It's interesting. Because I used to think, I don't know why, but subconsciously or otherwise, reflecting back now, I definitely used to think that I... Like, I wanted to look as shit as possible on stage, basically. Like, Because, like, looking shit is funnier than looking good, right? Yeah. And I don't know if it's when you're new, you're just like, I just feel like I need all the help I can get. Like, I'm basically dressing down here. Like, I'm... And the fact that I'm, like... It's not like I was actively letting myself go. I was just, like, living my life. I didn't give a shit about health or anything. <laughs> you know? So it wasn't like I was trying to put on weight or anything like that, but... I definitely wasn't trying to look hot on stage, put it that way. And now I'm not either, but I'm just, I'd started to, I basically let myself go to a point where I was like, I need to do something here. So I lost the weight and then I started seeing a trainer. Mm -hmm. And now in my life, it's a very positive thing, especially when my life has been like fucking chaos. Like it's been like a real, a very positive thing in my life uh, this year where it's like, I don't know, I kind of like anything where you change who you are and you're like you make a positive change or even not even doesn't even need to be positive but when you like um just change the track you're on i always think it feels really empowering of like you know life doesn't need to be this one way it can be and it can be silly little things or whatever but like i never ever thought i'd be the kind of person that would start running or whatever and then and you just do it and then you know that's like another sort of i don't know path like different path you've taken or whatever i don't know i don't know what i'm rambling here but like no, but it has like, been a really positive so... thing going to the gym yeah. But on stage, it's not like I'm, I don't know, I don't feel any different on stage. I don't, also don't know, like, things since COVID have kind of, like, like, the way my acts received and stuff like that is better. But I also think it's, I can't work out, I think I'm just better as a comedian than I was. 
and I'm sure if I look the same as I used to, it'd still be the same. But there's a part of you like, am I doing better now because I look better? <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like that could be part of it. I don't know. Like people do judge on appearances and stuff, and mm. I don't know. But then you don't want to be like. Do you I think you know, have to be like... more funny to be more fit? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But it's not like I'm up there thinking, oh, God, I'm so fit. These jokes aren't going to work. <laughs> but um, I don't do know. I mean, there is loads, of, there's loads of fit comedians, aren't they? But do you have more like female fans now? Yeah. <laughs> That's like such a mental <laughs> thing to ask. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah which is weird yeah do you feel like elvis um, i feel exactly <laughs> like elvis do you feel like El- you're in your elvis era do you remember when elvis killed himself with his piano tie in the bathroom <laughs> that was the real after way his two died. milkshakes and his fry up fuck i'm sort of maybe i'm a bit more elvis than you because i've got this sort you're of very un- elvis underlying depression vibes of that piano tie comment <laughs> <laughs> um I don't know, it's certainly not done my career any fucking harm. To get hench. To get hench. <laughs> I want to know. But I, I don't know, I just find it I find it very empowering, like yeah. having that control over your body. But I, for a long time I didn't understand anything to do with food or exercise or the gym and I and I felt a bit, I don't know, like just out that wasn't my place or whatever. And now I've sort of learned a bit about it and I find having that control over your body very empowering personally. And then that kind of that kind of thing like feeds into the rest of your life, right? If you have a sense of confidence in yourself and you feel more comfortable in your own skin, then it kind of, I don't know, spills over into, you know, it's like a champ, you know, a champagne tower that trickles down to um other areas of your Mine life. Mine would be Vimto though cuz I don't drink four years sober, but yeah. Vimto. I'd love Vimto. to see that. Um Oh, so you don't know who, what it is all, but it's all sort of mixed in together, isn't it? Yeah, I but guess so. I don't, so know, how, I don't know, I mean, how do you receive me as a comedian? Is it different? I've always thought you're You never know how you come across, do you? I'm a big fan from like the get-go, do you know what I mean? I remember your Thanks, material man. about goths and ice creams. And yep, you had a bit where Alan you... Davies told me he didn't understand that bit. <laughs> what? He just doesn't understand <laughs> goth culture. That's, what, that's yeah. the vibe. You don't get it. There you go. He's not. He's Alan not Davis hung about the four corners. Is that even a goth hangout? I don't know. He's not hung out by borders in <laughs> Glasgow. That was the goth hangout. Um, see, <laughs> I actually, I think I got into weightlifting when I was rejected, <laughs> which is not like a good. <laughs> Why is everything on this podcast, podcast about rejection? <laughs> Ultimately, we are where we are today, me and you, because of the rejections we've had along well, the way. Yeah, well, this was like a and rejection. And the neuroses that have come alongside them. Yeah, but I was like, do you know what? Fuck it. I'm, I've been running and my body is just the same and I, I want to like get fit. And then I was like, do you know what? I'm, I want to know how to use these weights machines. But this is my problem. I'm an extreme person. So I could have just had one session with this guy. He could have taught me how to use the weights machines. But... I went on the gym website, it was like PT, and it was like, he said that you could choose one based on like what their description was. This guy said aesthetics and bodybuilding, and I thought, I want aesthetics. You had me at aesthetics. I, I now know aesthetics does not mean what I thought it meant. It doesn't mean just looking fit. It's like a whole fucking sub-genre of bodybuilding. But anyway, yeah, but I ended up with this guy. For our purposes, that's what it <laughs> I ended up with this 
guy. But because I didn't have that much going on in my life, I became obsessed. Like, literally, like, I, my body, like, changed massively. I was taking before and after pictures. I think I just went a bit fucking mental. But now I feel good. At least it's a healthy mental. I don't think it, I, mm, I don't know. It's it better than just doing gear or something. Yeah, I guess, like, um, the Stairmaster is better than gear, but it's <laughs> tragic. It's like the pain is mightier than the sword. <laughs> something about it it's just yeah stairway to fucking hell but um <laughs> i think i feel um i think i feel quite like centered in my like sexuality when because i'm like muscly and i feel like yeah this is kind of like i would say i'm like queer um like i'm attracted to all genders but then sometimes, right, when I'm in, like, feeling like I want to get, like, shagged by just a fucking mod haircut, jacket-wearing fit, I'm like, what if they're, like, intimidated by these muscles? Right. And they're not and even do you that find big. yourself trying to cover them and yeah, stuff? Yeah, yeah, and I'm like, and this is so bad. I'm like, what if they're intimidated by my hot bitch tattoo? And then I've started to mm. get really sad, and I just think... And then you're like, I'm, am I becoming someone else now to appease this person? And I'm just like, this is fucked. If they, if someone wants to, like, likes you, then they like you. Do you know what I mean? But I'm just get, I get a bit yeah. nervous. Clothes, clubber, guns, stuff. Clothes, clubber, I can't get enough, I don't understand all that attachment style. This is what an anxious attachment style is. This is my experience. If somebody fingers me, I'm attached. Do you know what I mean? If somebody, like, it's like, it's like weirdly, it's like you put someone on a pedestal, you don't know them. And you're just like, right, I could finger but myself that's part in front of, it, of somebody it? and I would be attached to them. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, it's like that, how, how far, that. How far away would you need to be fingering yourself for it to not become a problem? I was like, I can't miss anywhere. <laughs> you're in the, the building opposite. I, that's me attached. <laughs> <laughs> if you've got a clear eye line on someone <laughs> and you're fingering so yourself. Bad. So that's why I had to give up sex because I was like... And not to be all prudish, it's actually like I just can't even do anything because yeah, you cannot do casual. I become insane, like so quickly. We're all different, but I don't. I don't know. I used to be a lot more chill. No, that's a lie. I've never been chill, but I thought I was. I was maybe it could yeah distract, numb out from the obsession with people by getting mad with it. But see now, if I get like obsessed with someone or anxiously attached, then yeah. it's like I don't have an escape. <laughs> I gotta keep drinking. I gotta keep eating at four in the morning. Just keep keep the wolves at the door. Yeah, get those feelings shoved down. Before I learn that I'm exactly the same as you. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe it's like there is something about that when you don't know someone because then you can project an idealistic oh, idea yeah. of who they are. A hundred percent. You're like, and I do that with clothes a lot. Like I'm just like they've got cool clothes. <laughs> they're the one, and it's jackets actually. There was a guy I, I like met a jacket in recovery, and he had amazing jackets. He was great, and. Like, <clears throat> I just became obsessed with him so quickly. The other day I saw him and I walked away and I didn't even try and chat to him. And I was like, I was like, you are fucking well smashing done. this. But actually, to be fair, he'd like blanked me like a month before. So <laughs> <I was> like... <laughs> Quite easy to walk past someone who's blanking you. <laughs> I was like only returning the fucking thing. I was like hiding but behind a sort of like tray of biscuits. Do you know what I mean? That's what happens at AA. <laughs> Newsflash. You heard it here first. Biscuits, is it? Wow. Honestly... I could talk about this for about 45 minutes. Hmm? Tea urn? Tea urn, mm, sometimes, but not always. But yes, urns are there. Urn adjacent. <laughs> 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 like a kettle, maybe. Like a, like a big pot of tea. And some yep. meetings have like gold biscuits. 
and they're, oh, they're good. good back in the day before covid this is me this is me <laughs> sharing the joys of recovery <laughs> you get sobriety but you also get pies you know um pies and only actually half a pie the meetings in Govan where I stay. What kind of pies are we talking? Like, like just classic fucking like mince pies. But I would like it if they were macaroni oh. pies. But we don't get them really. Um. Yeah. So t-shirts in the week, shirts a weekend, boiler suit when you're doing a fringe because it's like you got to have a look for your kind of emotional fringe show. Yeah, I kind of wish I had an outfit for like normal gigs, but. Did it's people not how life still works, is it really? slide into your DMs when you were wearing the boiler suit? Yes. Yeah. See, people didn't slide into my DMs when I was wearing the fucking piano tie. What is going on here? Misogyny! It's, uh, I think it's, it's misogyny, yeah. I it's think society. Well, I guess there's only one way to do it. Like, next year I'll do the piano tie and you do the boiler <laughs> suit and we'll see how we get on. And if I still get DMs and you don't, it's misogyny. If you could do just like a 45 minute musical comedy show that has like zero structure, but quite a fun energy and people leave feeling exhilarated and I'll do a really well written show with structure and jokes and actual comedy that's an hour long. <laughs> and <laughs> Then we'll get a good comparison. We'd, yeah, we dovetail quite nicely. Yeah, <laughs> really, We do really cover each other's blind spots. I'm not saying you don't have jokes. That, what is my blind spots I think you do and have what jokes. are yours? No, no, I just mean I, I couldn't do what you do, certainly. My uh, best attempt at your act would be poor. I could never do your act. I can't say jokes and like act like confident about it. I'm sincere about it. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I know what you mean. It's tough. It's taken me a long time. I remember when you used to do straight stand-up. Oh, stop. That is cringe. That's cringe. For talking stage, you used to always wear black. I was going to say that. It's so embarrassing. You look like a stagehand. Like a drama (laughs) student. You'd go up at Yes Bar. Stop. This is the worst, like, most embarrassing times of my life. Still drinking. Had a boyfriend called Martin. We've both changed a lot. That's life, isn't it? What? So, wait. So, my main changes since then is I got sober. I'm no longer in a relationship with someone called Martin. (laughs) 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 I think the sober one is, yeah, the headline. Sober became a musical comedian. You changed your entire act and you got sober. That's no, that's pretty good. No longer going pretty out with Martin. Martin doesn't even get a look in. What's been your biggest changes since your since Yes Bar days? Since the Yes Bar days. Uh, I'm in shape now. That is one. Um, single? I don't... I'm single. <laughs> I'm not that saying that change. to be a dick, but you were in like relation, <laughs> two relationships. Yes, I'm single. One after the other. Um, I have like a good job i've not got like shitty day jobs not in the potato shed anymore got a job in comedy i um it's a silly thing but my flatmate owns this flat so i'm not fucking with landlords anymore that's a big pressure release in my life that's good yeah um what else i don't know my uh, more minor things i think i'm more uh self-assured that comes with age. I think I'm more confident in myself, and uh, I think I'm a more thoughtful, well-rounded person. I would like to think. I'm not saying I am that, but I'm more. I'm closer. Mm. Um, and I think I'm a better comedian because I've been going longer. I've just I've put the hours in. 
You do a lot of writing and watching and thinking and performing. <laughs> I suppose. I suppose so. <laughs> you know, you like you were saying earlier. You look back at your old Instagram posts, whatever, and you cringe. And I think that's Fucking right. I think hell. if we watched. If we look back at us interacting with one another in 2015 in Yes Bar and watch their sets and us chatting to each other <laughs> off stage, I think we'd be pretty solidly cringing through it all. And I think that's good. I was and in five years, we'll listen back to this and think, God, what a pair of horrible cunts. I don't know. I feel like I've opened up. Is that what you're supposed to do? I don't really know if that means I'm a good podcaster. <laughs> Let's get into it now. Let's do it Well, we've done 90. Let's do another 90 just <laughs> analysing. Match of the day style. I own like lots of cackling. That's like half of me going... <laughs> I've got so much work to do. Right, and yeah, sorry. To eat. Let me just stop recording. Hold on, is that the end, is it? <laughs> definitely didn't fuck that recording up thank you so much Stuart McPherson for talking for about approximately two minutes about your stage looks and about like 50 minutes about your personal life thank you <laughs> for being a great thank guest you. you really need all that out of me I do feel quite vulnerable and exposed now I hope, it, oh God, I hope it's okay hope that's I'll edit out the bit you said about um, crying in the shower okay. <laughs> and I'm joking you never <laughs> said that <laughs> I was happy to yes and the bit I don't mind people thinking I cry in the shower I'd probably be better if I did. That's the end. That's the end of the... (laughs) Why am I so bad at doing podcasts? Yeah, for the listeners, by the way, (laughs) Amelia, right, so she started the episode by doing this big intro to my face that she made a point of doing it to me. And then we'd done about 90 minutes and she just stopped recording. Like, I'm basically fucking mid-sentence and I look up and I'm no longer doing a podcast. And I'm like, is that the end? Is that how it ends, is it? (laughs) Big fanfare beginning and then just literally cut me off (laughs) mid-sentence. And now she's had to go back in and restart. <laughs> and then like, that was honestly, it, was it? I'm actually so shit podcasting. <laughs> That's what the podcast is. So what, what's your plan here? Thank me for, thank me for my time. <laughs> thank you for coming. And, um, thank you. I'm sure I'll see you soon. I'm uh, sure. And, Maybe um, thank the listeners. Oh, yes, sorry. <laughs> you can, you know, do some plugs. Maybe give the guest Thank an opportunity you. to plug something. I don't know. <laughs> oh my god, you know what? I just forgot about how podcasts work. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Hope you enjoyed this really smart podcast. And uh, I'm sure you will be checking out Stuart's projects, which he's now going to plug. <laughs> no, it's fine. Don't worry about it. You can get me on Instagram. <laughs> at Stuart McPherson underscore. Slide into, if you're hot, slide into his DMs. Yeah, go for it. you know what the worst part of this is i bet you don't put this out for fucking eight months oh no i will put it out. i'll be happily in a relationship when this goes out i'll be a new man tonight (laughs) i'm gonna edit it tonight and tag stan in it (laughs) it. (laughs) is that bad i used his real name anyway thanks so much for Dan! Slide into um, DMs. So- no, we did actually hang out for a few hours once, but it just wasn't the cat cafe. I don't know. Anyway, you left me on yeah, red after that. And um thanks for, <laughs> for listening and 
You can check me out on social media. <laughs> My name. And I'm on Twitch again. Because I have no friends or relationships, so I'm gone crawling back to, Don't need <laughs> to Twitch. Don't need them. Don't need them. I've got the fans. Anyway, we'll be back <laughs> soon with... <laughs> On very on topic pod. Funny look. You're still doing basically one episode a year. <laughs> Stop it! Nice it's and still consistent. the outro. I do nine episodes. Oh, a backdrop's followed down. Oh, it's like a viral video. It's like a kid's <laughs> coming and ripped it down. Like that's my messy room. Um I do You mean nine you weren't in a studio? <laughs> no, this is my room. <laughs> um I do nine episodes and then I stop and then I do another nine. Nice. That was like the end of a fucking like. Is it? Is it still going? Episode. No, that's the end. Okay, that's cool. the end. That's right. the actual end. Goodbye. I think I'm gonna need. Clothes, clubber, gone, stuff. Clothes, clubber. I can't get enough. No. It's funny looks, yeah. It's funny looks, yeah. It's funny looks, yeah. It's funny looks, yeah. It's a podcast talking to performers about the clothes they wear. It's a podcast talking to performers about the clothes they wear. It's funny looks, yeah. It's funny looks, yeah.